Welcome to The Radiant Life with Tatiana. I am your host and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create the best life possible. I'm a master mindset coach, breathwork facilitator, and a passionate little Latina who loves sharing the magic behind your subconscious mind and energetics. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, learn all about spirituality and manifestation, and to be inspired in making a change to embody your best self, you are in the right place. My goal is for you to see and unlock your limitless potential, to have the tools to break free from the chains holding you back so you can create and live your most radiant life. I am so excited to have you here listening today. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello. Let's talk about some money today here on the Radiant Life podcast. This is a topic I actually used to struggle a lot talking about with people, friends, family, because I felt like it was taboo or wrong or rude if I did, and it should be kind of hush-hush. And because of that, I developed like a very poor money mindset, relationship with money, money blocks, and I've had to do a lot of work the last few years on shifting my perspective and shifting my beliefs and views around money. And so in today's episode, I want to share with you three things that have helped me heal my relationship with money and overcome money blocks that has allowed me to see it in a a new way, a new perspective, and has allowed me to bring in money easily and where it feels good. And if you're new to listening to this podcast, my mission is to always share tips and things to help you become your best self and for you to become your most, for you to create your most radiant life. And money is one of them. We need money to survive. We need money to run the world. And I think it's important that we have a healthy viewpoint around money and to allow ourselves to talk about it more and more. And this has actually been a common topic that's come up with my clients wanting to work through inside of my programs. And even women in general, when they come to me and they're invested in my programs is overcoming these, these money blocks and these money mindset, because I don't know about you. I used to have a very scarcity view on money and I would look at it and speak about it very differently. And the thing is, is like money is energy. And if you're currently unhappy with the money you have or you make or you have a what's your look around money, you're bringing more of that, right? Like, do you do you dread spending money? Do you think money is the root of all issues? Do you complain or do you ever feel like you never have enough? Like, it's a kind of very negative low energy around money. And so you're going to keep creating that because that's what happened to me. I used to be so frugal. I grew up with immigrant parents. So yeah, we had a very scarcity lack mindset of money and you know, saving for everything and always looking at price tags and making decisions on the price tag versus the actual quality. And I grew up hearing, you know, we can't afford that or that's too expensive. And that's just the reality of how I grew up in an immigrant household. And knowing everything that I know now and all the work I did, it created a very lack scarcity belief around money and a relationship with money that I'm still working on to this day that instead of thinking there's only a certain amount that can go by, actually believing that there's more than enough and that it's safe to want money and that, you know, people, good people that make a lot of money bring a lot of good into this world. Because I guess growing up, I had this belief that like only rich or greedy people had money and that they weren't doing good with the world, but that's not true. And I had to shift my mindset around it. Like the more good people have money, 
the more good can be done. And so it's safe for me to want all this wealth and it's okay to talk about money. And it's important to heal the relationship around money because money is just energy. And when I started looking at money as a relationship, like my best friend, everything shifted, right? Because I looked at it and I was like, okay, if I'm speaking to my best friend, the way I speak to money or think or feel about money, would that person or energy or AK money want to be around me? If that's how I treated them or if that's how I felt about them? No. So it's like I was repelling money when I really wanted it so bad. And so I want to be sharing you with these three tips I've done that have really helped me and I continue to do. And I'll share some resources of things I've where I've learned a lot of, a lot about this, but starting my own business five years ago was the biggest eye opener I had to the money mindset work I needed to do because I, now it was my responsibility to make money and charge people for my services. And it brought up a whole belief system around myself, around my worth, around what money means. And is it hard or easy? And whoo, there's been a lot to work around it, but it's been beautiful and I've done a lot of healing and I know I'm just here to teach that, share that, um, not only for my own family and my future kids and generations to come, but for those I, I come in contact with clients, friends and whatnot. So let's start off. My first tip that I did to help me heal my relationship with money and overcome my money blocks was writing a love letter to money. This is a concept I learned from the book Earth is Hiring two years ago, which is an amazing book. Highly recommend. And like I said earlier, money is energy, right? Money is everything is energy. So money is energy in itself. And it already knows how you think about it, how you feel about it, whether you feel angry or stressed or joyful or resentful or guilt. It already knows. It feels a frequency that you're putting off. So what I did and what I still do when I'm feeling a little block or like I could improve my relationship with money, I actually just did this like two weeks ago because I was like, oof, I'm feeling some type of way, is I wrote a love letter to money. And what I mean by this is I addressed it and I was like, dear money. And I owned up to everything I would think or feel inside. And I wrote it like I was writing a letter to a friend that I wanted to improve the relationship with. But we can't improve relationships with people if we don't address the issues from the past, right? And if we don't own up and admit to how we're feeling to know how we and they can improve. So it's the same thing I did with money. So what I did was I wrote something like, you know, this is how I think about you. Like I think the all only rich people or only greedy people have money and why I thought that way. Maybe I heard that growing up, you know? And then I was like, how I felt about it. You know, I felt like there was never enough of you when I was a kid. And I felt unfair that my friends could do things and I couldn't because my parents always said there was never enough about enough of you. And I, I'm, you know, I was angry that like you were never around for me and I would share, you know, how I feel now and just got it all off my chest. You know, the guilt or the resentment or the anger, whatever you felt growing up as a child and now around money. And then I ended it with, okay. Here's how I used to feel, why I used to feel that, what I experienced, what I used to think about you. But I don't want this anymore. I don't want this relationship anymore. 
I desire X, Y, Z. I desire to have more of you than I could ever imagine. I desire to feel good and joyful and excited to receive you and to spend you. I want to love you more. I want to have more of you so I can, you know, retire my mom or go on a mission trip with church or donate to a cause I have. You know, why did I desire it? And I would end it with forgiveness and gratitude. You know, please forgive me for how I used to treat you, how I used to think and speak about you and feel about you in my past. That's in the past. I forgive you. Please forgive me. Let's start fresh. And this is what I want our relationship to look like moving forward. And it was such a great exercise. I have so many of my clients do this to really take a look at how I'm feeling around money and what am I speaking about and what am I thinking about and why, right? And making a decision to let it go, to forgive it and to create a new relationship and pretending to look at it as if it's my best friend because money is energy and it is. And if you want more money, you need to treat it like your best friend with gratitude and love and appreciation. So that is the first exercise tip that I did to really heal my relationship with money and my go work on my money blocks. So great. Highly recommend doing this. You guys go home, type it, write it out, all my clients or friends that I recommend doing this to, they feel so much better. And it's so interesting what happens when you admit it, release it, and choose to shift your view on it in relationship with it. Okay. The second one is, you know, after I kind of, I think that's the first step is to like address it with the letter. And then it's like, okay, moving forward, what are you going to do to change the relationship with money? So the second thing I did was I changed how I viewed money and how I spoke about it. Again, pretend like it's your BFF. Why would money want to be around you if you're talking shit or you're gossiping or you're always negative and complaining around how it's never enough? No. You got to appreciate it. You got to have gratitude. You got to live it. I love money and money loves me. I'm really believing that and knowing that it's okay to think that. And like if you have this belief like, oh, people who love money are greedy or X, Y, Z, ooh, that's a belief you got to work on. Why do you have that belief? Who put it there? Does that belief actually serve you? Is it actually true? So what I did here was one of the few things I did to really change my view and how I spoke about money is I do this to this day, but every time I see a money on the uh, penny on the ground, I pick it up and I celebrate it, right? Because I think I've read this or listened to this in the book, Millionaire Mindset by TV Harvick, TV Hark. Um, and it's like, if you can't celebrate and be grateful for one penny that God and the universe has provided you, why would he give you more? right? So if you're ever with me and you see me bend down and grab a penny, you've seen me do like a little happy dance. And I literally like, Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Money is all around me. Money is constantly flowing to me. Thank you so much for this penny money. I'm open to receiving you. I appreciate you. I love you. And I literally do this to this day. Ever since I heard that like four or five years ago, because, okay, cool. If I want a thousand dollars, I'm going to treat the penny. Like I just received a thousand dollars and that way I can raise my vibration and viewpoint on money. A few other things of how I've shifted, how I spoke about money is instead of saying, Oh, that's so expensive. I can't afford that. I'll say, okay, that's a higher, a higher value than I desire to pay. I'm not in li- in alignment with spending that for that. And I choose to spend my money in a different way that feels more in alignment for me. Because when we say that's so expensive or I can't afford that. Okay. Yeah. Maybe because you're choosing to pay for your bills or choosing to pay for your groceries, right? It's a choice. And maybe you're not actually in alignment paying 
$5,000 for that bag. And instead bringing the choice back instead of being like, poor me, I can't afford that to, I'm not in alignment with that. And I choose something different, way different energy, way more responsibility around it. Another word shift I've done, and you've probably heard me say this when I have a whole episode on it is instead of saying budget, I say spending plan. I tell everyone, I'm like, fuck your budget. A budget feels so restrictive. Like you have to save and only spend this much where when you just change the label on it to spending plan, do it right now with me. Oh, I got to check my budget. Right. Restrictive versus, oh, I got to spend my spending plan. Ooh, expansive, excited. Like how much do I get to spend on groceries this month? How much do I get to spend in personal development investments? How much do I get to spend when I go shopping? It feels more empowering and it changes the energy and the view and the relationship around money. So those are just a few things of what I've done to change my view and change how I think and speak about money. So after you write your money letter, I highly recommend you pay attention to what are your thoughts? How do you speak about money? How do you view it? And are you like, oh, it's never enough. I only got $5. Like, no, like how can you be appreciative for it? How can you change it and feel like you're more empowered with the decisions and the things you choose to spend money with? How can you change labels to money? Just as simple as a spending plan over a budget. It's going to radically shift your energy and your relationship and your view with money moving forward. I go so deeper into this. I'm not a money coach. I don't have a money coaching program, but I teach a lot around this because I do mindset coaching and our mindset and our beliefs are what create our reality because it depicts our state, our frequency that we're putting out into the world and what we're manifesting to us. And I have a you know whole videos around what to say and what not to say around money and ways to improve this so that you can bring more in. And it's so crazy how many clients of mine, when they do this inner work and this belief work and this energy calibration and they raise their vibration, what happens? Because they're shifting their view and perspective on money and their relationship energy on money and their words. And then a few weeks down the road, they get a new job offer, a promotion, like new client signups refund checks in the mail. I've had a client get two refund checks in the mail in one day, a client who got an inheritance out of nowhere that she never expected before. This stuff works. And it's just about being intentional about changing your view and money around money. Okay. The third tip I did to heal my relationship with money was I created fun money spending rituals. And so what I mean by that is when you go to pay your bills what do you do? Are you like, oh, I'm sending my landlord my rent right now or my utility bill or my car insurance. Like, how do you treat that? How do you feel about it? What are the thoughts going on in your head during those moments? Because I used to feel that way. I was like, oh my God, I have to pay this much, like a thousand dollars right now for rent. Oh, I feel like there's never enough, like, like just very scarce and lack. And now I'm like, putting on music. So this is what I do. So when I pay my bills or my credit cards, I make it fun and I get in a whole vibe. I'll dance or I'll put like a Nicki Minaj, like money type of song. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like, thank you money. And I thank it. I appreciate it. I'm like, thank you money for, for being able to pay for the credit card or being able to pay for my rent or for my car. Like, thank you so much. And I have fun and I make it 
more enjoyable, even if it's a favorite song, like I'm anchoring in a fun, high vibey song that I love to paying money to put me in a good state on spending money. Even you can change the word spending money to circulating money because all we're really doing is circulating money in this world because we can't take money with us to the grave. We're just circulating it. So when we quote unquote spend it, we're just spending it and we know we're going to get it back. I know I heard one of my old mentors say once when she pays her bills and I do this now too sometimes is she'll close her eyes and imagine her money going out into like the abyss of the universe and making babies with more money and more money comes her way because she's just circulating it and she's not spending it with an energy of like, ah, this is never going to come back to me. There's never enough. Ah, it's all slipping from me. It's like, no, there's so much more than enough and I'm going to bring in more. And I'm so grateful for this money to give or donate or pay my bills. And I just know I'm just going to get more and more and more. And a great way to do this is to create some more fun rituals around it. I absolutely love what I do when I pay my credit cards or pay my rent. Um, so how can you bring more joy when it comes to spending money or like every time I swipe my credit card at the grocery store or something, I kind of say in my head, like there's more of that where that came from. Like, and I just make it more fun versus like, Oh my God, I don't know if I have enough for this. Like just change your view. And obviously I'm not saying to go spend irresponsibly, but if you're going to spend on things, you know, you're already going to spend, how can you create a thought or a belief or a new view energy point to it to make this new relationship with money more fun, more enjoyable, more expansive so that it can radically change your relationship and you can welcome more in. Okay. So these are the three tips I have. And at the end of the day, we receive what we put out energetically. It's how the laws of the universe work. And we all have an energetic thermostat with money. That's exactly why lottery winners go broke because they either didn't feel safe having that money, worthy, comfortable, so they spent it all, they had a belief system, right? And these are subconscious beliefs and programmings. I remember I was in one of my NLP trainings and a guy was talking about, you know, he makes good money, like high multi six-figure money, like I'm talking like 600K a year. And he's like, but I feel like I have no money to show for it. And so they went deeper. They asked why. And we discovered that he had this belief that his mom used to tell him growing up that rich people are greedy. And deep down, he didn't want to be greedy, right? So he instead would subconsciously, untrying to self-sabotage and spend all the money because deep down he didn't want to be greedy because he believed people with a lot of money were greedy. This is a true story. So he had to do a lot of rewiring of his beliefs and know that people with money are not greedy and that it was safe for him to have money and to accumulate wealth and to invest it into his future instead of having to spend it all all subconsciously. True story. And like I said, this is why the work we do here in this podcast and in my programs is huge because you're energy, your healing, your inner work, your shifting your mindset and perspectives impacts every area of your life, your career, your relationships, your business, your health, and even your money and your finances, because it all is your subconscious programming, your thoughts and your beliefs and the energy around it. And, you know, this is a lot of the work I've done over the last few years, and I'm continuing this sleep doing it because every next up level 
we have a new thermostat. We have new beliefs we may need to work through. And everybody's different, right? But this is just based on me and my upbringing on, you know, living up in a group immigrant household and kind of adopting a scarcity lack mindset around money. And like I said, it's so funny when we do this work and we have this neutral, grateful charge around money that we spend willingly and graciously and no effect. Like I had a client, my one-on-one client message me this week and she's like, I just had to pay $700 for some unexpected bill for her car. And she's like, I'm so grateful that I have this new mindset and energy around money. Like I'm not worried and I'm actually grateful that I can, that I have the money to spend this. And then I feel safe and comfortable versus in the past, I would have been like scrambling around like, Oh my God, do I have enough money? Even though she maybe maybe did, but it was just her mindset and view on it. And she got to take a deep breath and be like, yeah, I have the money and I can pay this. And like, these are legit stories of things I've experienced working with my clients. Like I said, their raises or promotions or random checks in the world all while working with me and improving their mindset around themselves and around life and around things they want to work on. Some of them's money, finances, and their career. So after you listen to today's episode, like what can you do to start improving the money you have with your relationship with money? Did I just say that right? So I highly recommend first starting off writing that love letter to money. Get it all out there. Declare how you want to feel and how you want your relationship with money to be like moving forward. And then observe, what are you thinking? How do you speak about money? What do you feel about it? And how can you make shifts in your language and in your viewpoints and your perspective to change it to feel more empowering and like there's more than enough money coming your way? And then third, what can you do to create more fun things or energy around money? Those money rituals when you pay your bills or when you do a little happy dance when you pick up a penny or maybe a saying you anchor in when you swipe the credit card at the grocery store. It's all about you putting, making the choice and the power back into your hands so that you can improve your relationship with money. And this is a journey. This is a journey I've personally been on for five years now, and I'm always working on improving. Sometimes those old beliefs slip up and it's just being mindful and it's just being gracious with yourself that you're here to shift this part of you and it's gonna happen because you listening to this right now is probably a sign that you're ready to up level and change your view and relationship with money and it's gonna come and now it's just applying this not just listening to this applying this into your life if you want to learn more things about money a few resources i that i mentioned were the first book i ever read was you're a badass at making money then the millionaire mindset then earth is hiring is a really good book and um, Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis is a really good resource. And, you know, there's a lot of Amanda Francis and a lot of other resources you can look up. Those are just ones that really have supported me in my relationship with money. So I hope these tips helped. They've helped me. They've helped my clients. And now I hope they help you. If you valued from this podcast episode, please screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto or send me a DM. Let me know your insights, your ahas, or what you're doing moving forward. And just know you're on the right path of improving yourself and improving your life one step at a time. And it all starts with the way we speak, the way we think about things and our energy. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate and love you all. If you're interested in learning 
deeper ways to do this inner work and to take more control of your mindset, your energy, your perspective in areas of your life, I welcome and invite you to join Embrace Your Radiance, my group coaching program that will completely radically transform your life in four months. You can learn more in the show notes below. There's a link to my website where you can apply. This is going to help you go from feeling burnt out, stuck, or unfulfilled in your life or career and teaching you how to rewrite your story, become a master of your mindset, build unshakable confidence for you to step into your true potential and create a life of your dreams. So if you're interested in learning more, go ahead, click the link in the show notes and read on my website, apply, we will hop on a no obligation, no pressure, 30, 45 minute consultation call to get to know you more and connect and really see where you're at, where you want to go. And if this program is a right fit for you, and if it is great, we'll talk about next steps and enrollment payment plan options. And if not, I'll give you tips and pointers and guide you in the right direction. This phone call alone could completely change your life. I've had women say, I learned more about myself in the last 45 minutes with you than I have with weeks of therapy verbatim. So it's a no pressure, no obligation application and consultation call that could radically make a shift in yourself and your life for the better. So you can learn more and apply with the link in my show notes. And I appreciate you so much for listening. I will see you all next week for the next episode. I hope you continue to shine bright, embrace who you are, and I hope you have the most radiant day ever. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. Make sure to tag me in any posts that you share. I love and appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out and radiate your light into the world.